Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, J215, the number four ever. Follow your boy Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. You know, if you look at my Instagram page, you have the Know Your Role Player Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. The best way to download and listen to my podcast is the Anchor app. So all you got to do is this. It's real simple. It's real simple. Okay? All you got to do is this. Download the Anchor app, create a profile, and it will look up my uh, podcast page, K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-E-Y-E-R. It'll come right up. You subscribe to it, and every single time I get a new episode, you will hear it. All right, guys. Like I said before, I'm trying a different form. Uh, Last night, I did not do a podcast, but... I'm I'm very excited about the NBA. Now, I want to talk about today's games, go over last night's games. It's only two games on Thursday. So, to two games on the night, let's talk about this real quick. The Trailblazers and the Bucks. So, Milwaukee is favored by 13 and a half. Now, I know why they're doing it cuz they just feel like nobody can do nothing with Giannis, but unless Lillard is not playing and he's still hurt, I'm not going to give Milwaukee no 13.1. You can beat Milwaukee. And Phoenix plays the Pelicans. Phoenix is up by four. I got the Pelicans squeaking that one out. So I'm going to actually take the Pelicans to come within four and the Trailblazers to come within 13. All right. Let's talk about last night's games. It was a lot. We want to start from stop. Let's start from the top. The Washington Wizards, like I said they would, defeated the San Antonio Spurs 138 to 132. Bradley Beal scores 32 points. I'm going to go watch Bradley Beal. About two weeks in person. Um, I want to see all these guys play in person so I could, like... One one thing I'll know about watching the game in person, that the court is really small, but these guys are huge. Like, Embiid is huge, but he's not in good shape. And uh, there was a lot of plays last night he was messing up on. But let's talk about the Spurs and the Wizards real quick. So the Spurs are 5-10, and 10, and they're at a crossroad. And... When you're 5-10, and 10, you might be tanking the season, but more importantly, you might be giving up some of your role players. Now, the Spurs do got some shooters. They got Marky Bellinelli and Patty Mills. Those are two guys I would love on the Sixers. And Brian Forbes, they're not giving up. I know that. He's too good. Uh, Trey Lyles, I don't know really cool him. I would love Rudy Gay, but there's a lot of guys on the Spurs. If they tank the season, I would love to have so Let's talk about what they did do well. DeMar Rosen played well, 31 points, 9-13 from the field, uh, zero three-pointers. A pretty solid game from DeMar DeRozan. Marcus Aldridge, 12 points, 6-15. So check this out. If you shoot 6-15 and you're a 7-foot power forward and you just can't score inside, we're going to have to find you a different spot. Brian Forbes, 19 points, 3-9 from the three-point field, 6-14 from the field goal line. Four rebounds, seven assists. He played really well. Rudy Gay had 18 off the bench. DeJounte Murray should be starting. And that's another thing. Like, I'm not loving Greg Popovich's lineups. Um, I'm really not. Marky Bellinelli played fine. He had 10 points in 14 minutes. But I just feel like they they can't guard anybody. And, yes, the Spurs can score. But if you're not guarding anybody at all, you're not going to do anything. So I want to shout out to the Wizards for playing well. Scoring 138 points. Bradley Beal has been great all season. I don't regret. I don't think they should regret signing him. He's going to be a top ten player in about three years. Uh, Rory Hamuchimura, fifteen point seven rebounds, two assists, pretty good player. Thomas Bryant 
only had five rebounds, but six assists, very good game for him. And Isaiah Thomas, uh, three for four from the three-point line, so very encouraging game from Isaiah Thomas. Look for the Sixers to keep an eye on some of these buy-low candidates. So I'm looking at on the Wizards, some of the guys the Sixers would love is uh, Mo Wagner, uh, Ish Smith at 21 off the bench, old former Sixer Ish Smith, C.J. Miles. So there's a lot of... A lot of moves out here that can be busted, all right? So stay encouraged, guys. Matthew, Matt, uh, let me just go to the next game. So next, the Philadelphia 76ers. They won 109-104. to 104. That was terrible. I used to be able to sing, guys. I, I can't say anymore. They won 109-104. to 104. I went to this game with my man, uh, Sheen, last night. Shout out to Sheen. Ben Simmons hit his first career three-pointer. It looked good. He was open and he shot it. Uh, he played a great game. He played with leadership. He played with poise. You know, they were playing with his next team, but when they want to get serious, they get serious. So I'm discouraged and encouraged. I'm discouraged for the slow starts. I'm encouraged because he's finally playing Trey Burke and he's starting to realize he needs some offensive players. Uh, later this episode, I will talk about the one player the Sixers must sign if they really want to compete for a championship. As far as the Knicks, Markeith Morris was 22 points, 8 of 21 from the field. He missed a lot of shots that he usually makes. Julius Randle has to learn shot selection because, yes, he's talented, but he's 5 for 13 from the field, and he just takes terrible shots. R.J. Barrett, he'll get better. Um, just focus on every other part of your game but scoring, but he'll get better. And Frank Nicotina, I'm going to die on this hill that this guy can play. Maybe he's not a point guard. That's what he's not, but he can play. Kevin Knox was really good last year. Mitchell Robinson. They have so many guys that kind of intertwine with the same position. And if they're not going to play Wayne Ellington or Alonzo Trier, let the Sixers get one of those guys. But I'm encouraged, man. The Sixers, um, let me look up the Sixers stats. Embiid, he's out of shape. And there's no other way to say it. He's slow. He can't react quick enough on stuff. And I'm discouraged. He's 1-7, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 23 points. He still did what he got to do. But I thought yesterday was Ben Simmons' best game uh, of his season. Matisse Thibel played okay, but we're hitting threes. Uh, Mike Scott, four for six. James Ennis, two for three. Trey Burke, you know, as, uh, we hit 13 threes. If we can hit 15 threes a game, we'll be fine. But uh, our shooters got to shoot. And we still need to upgrade our shooters. I think we need about three better shooters. I will let Ryo Neto go before the end of the season. Next, the Raptors won 113-97 to over the Magic. I actually had the Magic winning this game, but I just guess it's not, not. It was kind of a reach. I thought the Magic matched up well against them, but the Raptors are a better team, and the Magic played really bad. So let's talk about Markel Fultz. 6 of 14, 12 points, 4 assists, no rebounds, 0 for him in the three point line. He's got his explosion back. He can finish at the rim strong. He still can't shoot. We knew that before we left him, so I'm fine. Evan Fournier, 28 point, 21 points. Two rebounds, three assists, 7-15 from the field goal line, 3-6 from the three-point line. Really solid game for him. Vujicic had three points. So here's my thing with the Magic. Okay, so you got Mo Bamba. And Mo Bamba is a star, but he has to play now. And he's not the player that's going to be on the bench for three years. And the year he starts, he averages 20 points. He needs to get his lumps in now and get better as the season goes on. Uh, do I have any other thing for them? I just think that they need to blow up this team. Uh, and it's kind of blown up, but trade Nikolai Vujicic, trade Evan Fournier, and just, just go get all young. Go get all young guys, 24 and under, and go really tank because you're 6-8, and eight, but you're not going anywhere. You're not a good 6-8. and eight. And you're not 6-8 because of your young players are producing. Aaron Gordon, 12 minutes. I see. I don't know what that's about. 12 minutes, 1-for-3 from the field goal line, 0-for-1 from the three-point line, and two rebounds. 
So I, I don't know what that's about. Fred Vlanfeet, 24 points, 1 of 5 from the, from the three-point line, 1 rebound, 7 assists. Norman Powell, 1 of 4 from the three-point line, 1 rebound, 2 assists. Mark Gasol, 1 of 2, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. OG Enneboy, 4 rebounds, 9 points, 3 of 6 from the field. Paul Siakam, 18 points. So it was just like a team uh, effort. Uh, Fred Van Fleet is really probably their most consistent scorer and I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was like he's he's basically a starter now. Uh, he 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 can basically play thirty minutes a game while they start to come off the bench. And props to him; he's got better every year he's came in the league. Next, the Milwaukee Bucks won one thirty five to one twenty seven over the Atlanta Hawks. Okay, I knew this game would be close because I knew Atlanta could score, but I didn't think that Atlanta. I picked Atlanta to win as an upset. It, it was a reach, but not the bad one. They only won by eight. Giannis had 33 and 11. Eric Bledsoe had 28. So to me, if Eric Bledsoe has like a, a regular Eric Bledsoe game and 16 or 17 points, they don't do nothing. But hey, listen, shout outs to Milwaukee. Their players came to play. Eric Bledsoe, 28 points. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo, former Villanova Wildcat, 11 points, five rebounds, three assists. Uh, who else played well for them? But look, here's the thing they can just shoot. And what they do is they space the floor for Giannis and he attacks the paint. All right, and it's that simple. For the Hawks, Trey Young, 25 points, 1 of 5 from the three-point line, 2 rebounds, 8 assists. Next, Cameron Reddish, 17 points. A lot better game for Cameron Reddish. He was very assertive. DeAndre Hunter, 27 points. Jabari Parker, 14. I still believe that if Atlanta, by the end of the season, they'll make the playoffs. Uh, DeAndre Bembry, only 2 points. Vince Carter played really good. That's another guy that Sixers could get. There's some guys out here, man. Alan Crabb. There's going to be some guys in the waiver wire that the Sixers can really grab to improve their team because I'm not happy with the overall team. But uh, the Bucks are playing well. They're the best team in the East right now, but it's November 21st. It's not uh, April or May. Next, the Heat and the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers stink. The Heat are a very good team. I'm going to the Heat-Sixers game because I want to see this Heat team in play. Uh, Duncan Robinson set a Miami record for three-pointers in a quarter on the way to his 29 half, the Heat remain unbeaten at home, and they beat the Cavs by 24. Let me give you a couple stats for him. Kevin Love needs to get traded. He's still playing well, 25 or 13, 5 or 9 from the three-point line, 8 or 14. That's as good as a game you're going to get from Kevin Love. Colin Sexton had 19, Darius Golden had 10. They just don't play any defense, and they stink, all right? Bam Adebayo, 13 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. K Nunn, 11 points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists. Jimmy Butler, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Tyler Hero off the bench, which is kind of weird. 22 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. And Gordon Dragic, 13 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists. Kelly Olenek, 10 points, 2 assists, 6 rebounds. So just a balanced scoring attack, and everybody got involved. And um, this, this Heat team is for real. They are, they'll be a top 4 seed guaranteed, just because like, the structure is really good for them. Next, the Brooklyn Nets win and go to 6-8, and eight, winning 101 over 91 over the 6-9 and nine Charlotte Hornets. Jared Allen had 22-17. and 17, So this is what happened. They ran a pick and roll 100 times, and Charlotte did not. Charlotte doesn't really play. It started to play Cody Zeller, who's okay, but he's nothing special. Um, seven rebounds, two assists, and five points. Nothing special. Uh, their best player last night was Terry Rozier with 5-14, which is not good from the field at all for 18 points. Nicholas Batum came back last night, had three points, five assists, and three rebounds. I know he hid from the game because he's just one of the most overrated players I've ever seen in my life. 
And I, I feel bad to give him a $100 million contract because he could care less. Yo, free Malik Monk, all right? I'm going to say it again. Free Malik Monk, 5 or 13. Just give Malik Monk 40 minutes a game, man. Because, like, I really think. See, yo, if I was the Sixers GM, dude, I would flip so many secret moves on a low low. Uh, let's talk about Brooklyn real quick, then we'll get out of here. Talk about the last couple of games, and I gotta, I gotta have a uh, a rant. That's why I'm keeping my voice pretty still now. As far as the Nets, no Kyrie Irving tonight. Spencer Dinwiddie, twenty point seven eighteen from the field, two or seven from the three point line. Jared Allen, twenty two and seventeen. Tish Torrey and Prince, twenty eight and four. So just pretty much a balanced scoring between the three starters and a lot of threes. Very good, solid overall win for Brooklyn, who needed that win. I still don't think they're making the playoffs, but they will compete. Next. Now, y'all know who the MVP is, right? Now, I know some people say it's LeBron, but to me, it's not LeBron. To me, the best MVP in the league is Luka Doncic. He had 33 points in the first half. I am going. It's my Christmas present to myself to watch Luka Doncic play in person. Um, and that's final. That's just 100% final. Um, 33 of his 35 points was in the first half. They beat the Warriors by, like, 48. That's crazy. As they should have, though. Don't play with a bad team. Eric Pascal, good again, 8-19. So, I want Eric Pascal to average 20 points for the rest of the season. Because Lord knows Draymond Green doesn't care. Uh, did he play today? Of course he didn't. Right heel. There's nothing wrong with him. He just quit because he's a quitter. And when his life gets hard, he calls other men. Ori Spillman, 11 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist. Markeith Chris, 11 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, Jamario Poole, 11 points, 7 assists, 1 rebound. Willie Cauley-Stone has not been playing well for them. Um, they're going to have to just toughen this out, man. There's, 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 there's hope at the end of the tunnel. They will be good next year, but just tank this season and just try to develop somebody this season. That's as uh, clear as you can get. Next. The Pistons and Bulls. I had the Bulls winning this game, and they wound up winning by 20, which is kind of weird because I thought this game was going to be better. So, Larry Markkinen is finally starting to play better. He, uh, he's he been slumping really badly, but he played good with 24 points. Wendell Carter Jr. had 12 and 15. And I'm optimistic about the Bulls. I think uh, – so, if I look at the starting lineup, they play uh, Harrison. I hope that's not the Harrison twin. He's not good at basketball. But I think they need to start Kobe White by the end of the month because – he has a legit – listen, even yesterday, 3-3 three three from the uh, three-point line. He's one of the best – I would start Kobe White and Chris Dunn with Zach Levine at the three and just let Zach Levine hit the open shots and play make. And I would just let Markkinen pick and pop, and I would let Wendell Carter Jr. pick and drive. So, But I need them to play a lot faster. Yo, here's, I'm going to say this again. Another guy the Sixers can get. If they're not going to play Denzel Valentine, the Sixers need to trade for him. There's too many guys in the NBA that can play for him to be getting DMPs. Um, and the Pistons – Derrick Rose, 18 points, 6 assists, 5-11 from the field goal line. They just need more scoring. Next, Jazz and Timberwolves. The Jazz came back and won this game. Uh, I was actually arguing with my buddy last night about the Jazz and Timberwolves. I think the Jazz have a good team. It just takes them a while. Bogdan Bogdanovich scores 30 points. Uh, Donovan Mitchell adds 26 points. And they took care of business. This was a very tough game. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves actually matched up really well against them. And the last time they played them, Carlton Towns just kept pulling Rudy Gobert outside the paint. So let's see what Carlton Towns did tonight. You only had 14 and 12. Uh, taking 10 shots is really crazy. Uh, Wiggins came back down to earth. 1 of 10. That's what I'm talking about, Wiggins. Back to being a regular bum. 1 of 10 from the three-point line. 10 and 24 from the field. I don't think that that scoring stuff was going to last forever. Like, it was cool. And, like, you had your little moment. But this is what you're good at, being a bum and being average. So congratulations on being a basic player. 
Robert Covington, uh, how I miss the four or five in the field, one and two point three point line, three rebounds, eleven points. There's just there's just a lot of guys. Shabazz Napier, that's another guy that we can get. There's just a lot of guys that teams aren't playing that I just want on the Sixers. And um, I don't want to pay a bunch of money for them. Next, I picked this game, the Nuggets, that I predicted they would win. Because, you know, I know more basketball than anybody else. Uh, the Nuggets won 110 to 90, no, 105-95 over the Rockets. So the Rockets took an L. Jokic scored 27 points and 12 rebounds. I knew, I knew that he would score against that team. And James Harden did not have a good night. Let me hit you with some stats. Uh, actually, he was okay. 8 of 16 for 27 points. But they said they smothered him. I don't know what the smother is going for. I got to get the turnovers. Westbrook was pretty solid. Uh, Harden and Westbrook are good. It's just everybody else has been trash. So check, check out the scoring after Harden and Westbrook. 12 by Capella. 7 by Rivers. 6 by McLemore. You know what I'm saying? There's no third guy that can give me like 17 points a game. And they just really need like a, a souped up wing player. I don't know if there's one available though. As far as the Nuggets, Paul Millsap, 11 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Nikolai Jokic, 27 and 12. Jamal Murray, 10 and 9. Will Barton, 15 and 7. Uh, Gary Harris, 10, 3, and 2. Last but not least, I'm sorry for the break. I just had a brain fart. The Boston Celtics covered the spread. Remember, the spread was nine and a half, and they lost in overtime, one hundred four to one hundred seven. So this is the game that Kawhi uh, and Paul George begin their era. I actually have to watch the full game again today. I watched the highlights this morning. I saw a lot of things I loved. Uh, they're gonna be so good, and they're gonna beat the wheels off the Lakers. Um, let's talk about the Celtics, though. Jason Tatum, 30 points, very encouraging. Uh, Jalen Brown, 9 points, 3 of 14, very unencouraging. So Jalen Brown, if you get paid $95 million, it's games like this you have to show your worth. Marcus Smart, 1 for 11 from the three-point line. You know, Kemba Walker, 13 points. Like, this is the stuff that I'm talking about with Boston, that as good as they are, those guys can be stopped. Now, Tatum did his thing, but he needs help. Now, uh, Kawhi Leonard was amazing defensively. He actually had a game-winning block to end this shot, had a dunk. Uh, only 17 points. He let Paul George kind of get it off, but those guys are both going to get 20 a game. Then you got Patrick Beverly with 14. Patrick Beverly had 16 rebounds. That's crazy. Um, Jermichael Green had 10 and 8 off the bench, and Lou Williams has 27. And they hit 17 threes. So I just, uh, I honestly believe they're the best team in the league, and I don't think nobody can tell me any different. Now, before we go, I want to talk about two words. Just two words. Like I said, uh, I went on a rant about Carmelo Anthony, and I put a picture of him smiling because he's happy to be back in the NBA because he should. I got two words for you. Jamal Crawford. Let me say it again. Jamal Crawford. It is unacceptable, it is unprofessional, and it is unlivable that he's not in the NBA. He scored 50 points in the game last year. I'm not saying he's the best player in the league, but if you put him in the game right now, he can get you 15 points a game off the bench. Why haven't the Sixers signed him? Oh, because we have Raul Neto. And this is my problem with Elton Brand. He thinks he's smarter than he is. Um, he's been making bad moves, and it's all good. So, yo, check this out. If we don't go anywhere or go to the finals, he needs to get fired. 
Because like this this guy was a GM for the Delaware Bluecoats, and that's not the Sixers, and he hasn't done a good job. You know, you traded for Jimmy Butler, like I said yesterday. Uh, before the season, everybody said Jimmy Butler wanted to go to L.A. or Miami. Guess where he goes? To Miami. You traded for Tobias Harris, you overpaid for him, and you gave up too many assets for him. I just I don't know what Elton Brand is that good at because clearly it's not GMing a team. And this is my team, and if I'm going to keep going to the Sixers game, I'm going to get my stuff off. So, dear Elton Brand, step yo games up, dog. I'm not finna say it no more. All right? Um, I'm not going to go too much of a rant, but Jamal Crawford needs to be in the league. And it's not Elton Brand's fault. Let me be fair. It's not Elton Brand's fault that Jamal Crawford's not in the league, but it is Elton Brand's fault that he's not on the Sixers because we need a guard, we need scoring, and this Ben Simmons waiting 16 games to shoot one three-pointer. He had a three-pointer, whoop-de-whoop, but he's not going to take 200 threes a game. And if he's not, then we're going to put a guard and put his big behind back at the power forward spot. I don't care about all that moping and crying. You don't want to shoot, you don't want to play. You don't want to shoot, you don't want to play. Get out of your comfort zone, Ben. Um, that's my other problem with Brett Brown. You're just not getting on these guys enough. Like, Embiid's fat, and it's all good. I would bench him until Christmas. Get in shape or you're not. I don't care about any of that. Get in shape or you're not playing. And um, they should have put clauses in his contract about his weight because he's fat. He's fat. He couldn't jump and he has slow reaction time. And um, don't ever compare yourself to Shaq. Don't ever compare yourself to Will Chamberlain because they did. They did a they did they dedicated way more to the game than you did. Uh, you're just a guy that likes to talk, hear your own voice, and uh, very you know arrogant. But right now you look like an idiot because you're fat. I don't care if you party a club. You can do whatever you want, but keep basketball first in your life because that's how you make your money, all right? And that's pretty much it, man. Saturday, I'll have uh, my buddy on, and next week, I will have Ill Will back on. I'm going to try to get the gang back on before the end of the year. I know a lot of guys, a lot of, guys, a lot of kids have um, finals and midterms coming up, but um, I'm going to get them back on. So I want you all to give me some feedback how you all like in the one-day podcast. It's a lot easier for me. Uh, it makes my schedule a lot easier. I did find a small room that I'm going to stay in in January because there's nothing left for me in Jersey, and I'm ready to live my best life. All right, so y'all be good. Peace.